0: This is the Macho Man Randy Savage coming at you. And it is time to do the show. I mean, show the door with Aaron and the Oh, yeah. Streaming on Mixler every Tuesday afternoon. we available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get those perks. Oh, yeah. Time for the show to begin. So let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks.
1: Here's
2: Aaron and indane oh yeah
1: I was giving you a bed.
2: That's not a bed. It's- that is an oncoming <laughs> horde of angry bees hornets,
1: <laughs> maybe uh, uh, I'm going
2: to be stung, that's all I know, yeah, what's going on?
1: I could have worked on that a little bit. hey, Danae, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Aaron. I'm yeah. feeling pretty pretty proud of myself, yeah, yeah, what's that? a major mystery has been solved in the studio today,
2: ooh, so what kind of mystery we got? Well, is this like an escape room?
1: no, no. <laughs> Can you check to make sure that that door is um, unlocked, though? Because I don't want to get locked in here. That's part of the escape room that kind of freaks me out. Like,
2: I need... You need access to leave. You need to leave. To to leave. What <laughs> is this on our map? <laughs> what does that code mean?
1: Oh, man. Those escape rooms are super fun. But yeah. no, it's not nearly that big of a mystery. So, last week, the seat that I sit on here in the studio mm-hmm. yeah. started to crumble and fall apart. Oh,
2: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And these dark styrofoam pieces were appearing on the floor and it's very frustrating whenever you buy a chair that should be totally fine for a while yeah
2: i remember you you picked up like three or four pieces and you were like what is going on with this chair why is it falling apart
1: could not figure out where it was coming from yeah and since we're in the studio uh for the morning show we don't really have a lot of time in between you know songs That's to right solve major we're hard workers furniture malfunctions and so i have to kind of like stay focused and get back to work well today it was particularly strange at one point in time i had to jump off my chair and grab something out of my bag and i actually out of the corner of my eye saw a piece of styrofoam fall and hit the floor whoa and so it was like okay and there's this big chunk of dark styrofoam yeah you showed me yeah it was significant
2: yeah, and then all these uh, more after you clean them all up, more, more little, appeared. More little chunks of this black stuff. I
1: thought you were messing with me. Did you? Yeah, because I would I'm like where is this coming from? <laughs> yeah. So, um the mystery was solved when I decided to look at my shoes, which I bought almost 20 years ago mm-hmm. and have worn regularly and apparently the foam padding um has decided to tear free. Like these are They're disintegrating, and I had no idea. So every time I was putting my feet down on something, it would wear more styrofoam out. Yeah. And it was actually falling apart all the way up to the car. (laughs) And in between the radio show and the podcast, I ran over to TJ Maxx and bought myself some shoes. Nice. That hopefully will not fall apart.
2: Yeah, that's generally the idea. I have to tell you. Although, if you've been wearing them for 20 years, like that's, you know, I wear my shoes. It's about time. I wear my shoes. Yeah, I don't.
1: That's two pairs of shoes in the past three weeks mm-hmm. that I loved that are li- have literally
2: fallen apart. I have a a secret, uh, secret to making having your shoes last a long, long time. Okay. Um, a, mm-hmm. quit your job, work for yourself from home. B, never put shoes on.
1: Turn into you. Yeah, exactly.
2: Just stay Be in your barefoot. house at all
1: times. <laughs> so,
2: true, never wear shoes.
1: True story. <laughs> We're interviewing Jason Gray, <laughs> and Aaron. Which was on me, last week's
2: episode. Yeah. yeah,
1: Aaron asks me, "Should I put shoes on?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, your your response was uh, interesting to me because you said, "Are you going to wear socks?" Wasn't and isn't that what you asked me?
1: Oh, oh no, you asked me, "Should I go barefoot?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just assumed that the only two options were barefoot or shoes or and socks. Shoes, yeah. yeah,
2: and and I was asking barefoot or socks, and you're like, "No, just go barefoot. There's no difference." Yeah. Yeah, I would so.
1: I would rather see bare feet than socked
2: feet. I think you may be in the minority on that. Really? I think people don't like feet. I think they'd rather mm. people put socks on their feet I for don't, the most part. We I, should do a poll.
1: We should do a poll.
2: (laughs) These are important things.
1: You're like king of Twitter. You should do a a Twitter poll right now. I am not king of Twitter. You are king of
2: Twitter. Okay, I've had some tweets blow up recently. This is true.
1: One of your tweets was turned into a meme. Yes. One of your tweets has been retweeted and liked so many times. Your phone will not stop blowing (laughs) up because you have your notifications on. It doesn't usually...
2: I don't usually get, you know... 600 likes on my tweets you should put a poll out there
1: it will make zero sense to anyone who does not listen, listen to the podcast right but that doesn't exactly
2: matter. The, the other thing is just because people are liking and retweeting things i've tweeted do you know how many followers i've gone up since i've had all these likes and retweets two negative two, what? <laughs> <I've lost> two <laughs> followers
1: no <laughs> really
2: that's funny
1: yes oh no why i wonder
2: I, well, I'm, that's just the natural, like a bot will follow you and then oh. the bot will leave and that kind of stuff. I just, it just hasn't, people don't like a tweet and then go, I should follow that person. It's just not the way Twitter works. Right. So you get followers because people like you through other outlets and they're like, hey, I want to follow and see what what they kind of, at least that's how I'm kind of gauging it. I mean, I guess if you come into their mind a couple of times, maybe they are like, hmm, this guy's kind of funny. Maybe I do want to follow him.
1: I like that people's inner dialogue sounds like that. <laughs> hmm. This person seems to have really witty bits about him. <laughs> witty bits? <Yeah>. No.
2: <laughs> no.
1: No. We're going to move on. Moving on. Uh, we've
2: got a fun show. We're going to do a one-word story for you, um, which maybe become a little more common on Shoe the Doe. Yeah, uh, we maybe.
1: might. We might try to do, like, shorter stories. We'll see. We're having a good time. Know. We'll
2: just do one-word stories we'll and do- see what happens. you got to let the stories breathe.
1: Okay. One-word stories does not mean that they're told in one word, though.
2: That's true. But we'll
1: get to that later on if you've never heard one of those before.
2: Um, first, we're going to do some... Uh, peruse the news peruse like Peruse the news. But every once in a while, because of the news that is happening, we forego our usual intro because the news is very somber, and we did want to talk a little bit about... Uh, The recent shootings in Las Vegas and uh, I mean, because it's impacting us still today. I mean, it's very fresh in our minds when you do entertainment, you know, when you do like a morning show like we do or podcasts like like we do, you do feel a little bit of responsibility to be a fun friend. Right. To whoever wants to listen, whoever wants to hang out. Yeah, those kind of things. So there's an escapism to it where somebody who may be. Uh, you know, wants to listen to the podcast because they don't want to think about that stuff. And then on the other side of it, there are people who listen to the podcast because they know that we're willing to talk about deeper stuff and we're willing to be authentic and real about whatever is impacting us. So we try to find that balance and um, and we just hope that the conversations are um, valuable in one way or another, you know, that our conversations are fun as escapism or that they're valuable as deep conversation on stuff. And I, I feel like... um. I mean, it's the, the biggest mass shooting in the history of the United States. I mean, it is it is incredibly devastating and in, incredibly horrible. And uh, to ignore it would be, I think, a little uh, disingenuous to kind of where our brains are at.
1: Especially because we do, um, you know, the peruse the news. And we like to t- sometimes talk about, like, obviously what's happening right now. And mm-hmm. b- and it is fun and funny. But, yeah, I, f- I feel like at the very least we need to just pay our respects to uh, the situation and kind of just... Talk about maybe our thoughts just for a little bit. Not get too too deep into it because there's lots of different angles. And that's kind of something I was going to talk about is, is I always find it really interesting that people um, like there's so much emotion that comes after something mm-hmm. like this that happens because everyone is affected by it somehow. Some people get really political. Some people get really religious. Some people mm. get really conspiracy theorists. Some people... You know just want to avoid it all together and so right. because we're in the social media world where everyone can post their thoughts on something yesterday was pretty much all las vegas and tom petty for me you know yeah um
2: which it was interesting i even i even saw people saying you know let's let's not lump these two together they're very different things and i, I kind of get that but i think a lot of times um we're in a constant state of denying our human our humanity like our natural tendencies um because they're right. It is a different thing. Like, you know, losing a, a musician superstar at the age of 66 is a completely different thing than what happened in Las Vegas. But our humanity goes, oh, could this day get any worse? You know what I mean? And it lumps them together.
1: And surprisingly, some people don't really even know what's going on. They log in and they're just posting what's going on in their life. You know, right, yeah, yeah. my brother lives out um in the Laughlin area.
2: And how close he- is that? Two hours. Okay
1: but they go to vegas for concerts Mm -hmm. and so i messaged my brother who is two hours behind us so i kind of tried to wait until later in the morning but the Mm -hmm. whole time i'm thinking okay what are the chances that my brother decided that he and his girlfriend became country music star you know fans and just suddenly decided to go to a a festival right um not likely because it's not his genre but that's where my heart went and i Mm -hmm. think every single person kind of feel like that they know somebody who knows someone right my husband has like five degrees of separation from somebody that he knows was was at that concert Mm -hmm. and so he felt affected by it because he knew someone who knew someone who knew someone and just you know it's a very emotional thing and then of course the stories that come out of the people and you're reading about what they went through or choosing not to you know we have decided um like when we here in the studio talk about what's going on we definitely are kind of highlighting the people, their their situations and their circumstances. Um, we try not to talk too much about the person who did it. But well, we're we, not.
2: We're also not a news outlet. We're, no. we're not here to inform you on you know uh, any of the details of the news. We're we're friends. We're here to have a conversation with our friends about something that's you know messing with us or or you know feels so tragic.
1: You know, for it for is so tragic. it is tragic, and it's also something where it's like I really want this to stop. Um, murder to stop in general but these kinds of situations where so many people um innocent lives are just taken from us and in this case it caused my husband and I to have a conversation about safety and uh how when Iris is older what are we going to do are we going to let her go to a concert you know for example and how do we feel about those things and You know, my response was we just have to kind of gauge where things are when the time comes. You know, it's, it's hard to, you you know, we can't make those kinds of changes and shifts now. Mm -hmm. She's five months old. We've got a long way to go before she's ready to go off to concerts with her and her friends. But we just have to, you know, train our kids to be aware and, and, and live in this world and and be conscious in this world. Like one of the things I want to do is take her into martial arts training would martial arts training help her in the nope. situation? No, no, it wouldn't. But maybe and that, like for me, when I went to martial arts, there was a um a sense of understanding of my own adrenaline and my own power and my own body better. Like mm-hmm. I understood where how, how I can move and how I can think because you're kind of like you're in combat. Mm-hmm. Um, there are stories of people who were running, and then there's stories of people who are standing still and looking around for the muzzle shots, Mm -hmm. you know, because they were trained in the military. And Mm -hmm. so they're not going to flinch when they hear that stuff. They're on to that next level. So yeah, sure. There are things we can kind of do to try to prepare ourselves. But I think right now we're just supposed to hurt with people.
2: Yeah, no, I I think you're absolutely right. And, uh, and I, and again, I, it's hard to take the humanity out of the whole thing. And that's why I, I try not to be judgy about how anybody reacts to something like this allow them to live in that human space even if even if maybe they could handle it differently or or talk about things at a different time or whatever I just I have no judgment for how somebody would handle, you know, something like this. My uh, and my response is the same to this as it has been to others. It's just so hard for me to understand. I just mm-hmm. I don't like I, I part of me wants to believe this person wasn't human in some way, you know, that there was something that I just I cannot comprehend allowing that level of darkness into myself to do something like that. I just, I don't understand it. There has to be such a complete disconnect from the care for the value of of life. And, and that's just, it's so difficult for me to, to really understand. I did want to mention to you before we move on to our other peruse, the new seconds, we actually both know somebody that was there and I don't know that you knew this, Oh. Uh, Al Scope, who we know from Sirius XM, <gasps> really? was there at the concert. So, oh my
1: gosh, I didn't know that.
2: Yes. So he's fine. Yeah, everybody with him is fine. Um, but you know, you were talking about the five degrees of separation. I didn't and I clicked. He was me. actually
1: at the Yes, he was there concert? representing Sirius
2: XM. Yeah. So
1: See, so. I, I mean like I know a friend that was in Vegas for a bachelorette party.
2: Sure, and we have other friends who live in Vegas, you know, yeah. Scott Harold and Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So man. But no, he was there at the concert.
1: I think just to kind of wrap it up, if you know us, you know our heart and you know that we are both Christians. Um, And if you yourself are a Christian or if you even don't know how you believe, but you might believe in like a being of love and light that can kind of impact our world, um, you know, we just ask that whatever you're comfortable with doing, please continue to pray for the families and the people who, even the ones that were there and survived, there is so much emotional trauma that's going to come from this, not only with the people directly involved, uh, the nation at large um, mm-hmm. obviously something like this is it tears people apart and it can it um, it's something that we all need to be intentional about is just uh, trying to continue to build community and build something it doesn't yeah. doesn't mean that we have to go to Vegas to build it it just means I think in our in our lives in our cities in our friend groups we have to be really intentional about being there for each other um, we can kind of disappear behind computers and smartphones and all this stuff but really try to make a, a way to get involved with a group and a family of people that care about you and your life and your circumstances. And you too get involved in caring about somebody else, because even that one relationship or two relationships that you end up building can make a huge impact down the line. You don't even really understand, but mm. do what you can do. And then of course you can give blood and things like that, which is, sure. you know, there's ways that you can help even beyond that on a, national or global level, you know, you can give to organizations and things, but in our own lives I feel like we should be in meditation and prayer on how we can continue to impact our spheres of influence so that when these things happen and our groups are shaken, we have a foundation of strengths so we can like really connect to each other and yeah. really depend and lean on each other because this kind of thing could happen anywhere because it's just senseless. There's no right. there's no rhyme or reason to it, you know. There's schools, there's malls, there's all kinds of places that people are, and there are dark, there are dark things at work. Mm-hmm. So what's important is that we just build that kind of connectivity. I just feel like that's really important to kind of to say,
2: I think it's a great place uh, to transition on. And I think I have a story that can kind of move us back into, you know, a little lighter uh, affair without feeling too much like a, a screech. And of thank the you needle. for letting
1: us talk about yeah, this. Yeah, no, stuff, guys. absolutely. We, we
2: really do appreciate it. Um, and, uh, and, and thank you for, um, you know, for being there for us to, you know, have this outlet. And mm-hmm. we, we appreciate that as well. So here's here's my, uh, we'll each do the two. The transition? Yeah, let's each do two uh, peruse the news other than uh, talking about Vegas. Okay. Uh, number one for me. Number one. One in five Americans believes no amount worth giving up seat on a flight. Whoa. One out of every five says there is no amount they would take to give up their sleep a seat on an airplane. I don't believe that. I don't either. But Are I, you kidding me? But I
1: think an airline would have a limit.
2: Well, yes. Well, so, they don't anymore.
1: Not. Well, I guess it depends. Yeah. Doesn't it depend on the circumstances? Like, okay, there's a hurricane coming. We're lifting the lid. But then like on a Thursday afternoon.
2: Yeah. Give him a hundred bucks. I think after everything happened last year with that one. Yeah. that was. Uh, I think at least that airline, I, and I hesitate to say who I'm thinking it was because I don't remember for sure. But I think that airline lifted limits altogether and just assumed Forever? somebody would. Well, and you got to remember, there's four out of five people that will you know, still have an amount they will take. Uh, both of us are obviously in that list. Um, but yeah, one in five, like 20% hmm. of people. That seems really high to me. <laughs> How can there be no limit? F- You're telling me they offer you $2 million? Right. You're not getting off the plane? I'm getting off the plane. I am running off that plane. I am thanking the Lord
1: that right? my flight was messed up. I don't
2: believe that. I don't believe there's 20% of people.
1: <laughs> it seems ridiculous.
2: What is the amount for you? I'm curious. Mm,
1: I think it depends on the circumstances.
2: Okay. Of okay. course.
1: So let's say that I'm fleeing Irma, for example. Yes. Um, And I've got a flight out with me and my family. And, we're and they're leaving. saying it's
2: overbooked and we have to pay somebody to stay here.
1: I would have to have enough to cover expenses for staying.
2: Okay. You know, five grand?
1: No, more than that. Ten grand? Because it's my entire family, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think it's five per person.
2: $5,000 per person,
1: including Iris. <laughs> so that's
2: $25,000. Iris is going to need her five grand.
1: Yep. She yeah. will. She doesn't know it yet, <laughs> but it's needed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I. What about a flight where you really have no pressure to be there? Couple grand, really? Still yeah. take a couple grand? Yeah. If I'd, I don't have anywhere to be, I for a flight where I didn't have anywhere to be, I'd walk for five hundred dollars, five hundred bucks. Don't you think? Hmm. Mm. No impact to your life, really. Don't you it, didn't have to be no there impact anyway
1: whatsoever? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, like five hundred
2: bucks. Like I'll get off the plane.
1: I mean, I might look the flight attendant in the eye and I would say. I'm thinking double that, and no, then it,
2: because there's 30 other people on the plane uh-huh, that will take uh-huh. it if you don't.
1: Right. In which case, I'm still going home and and, and everything's fine.
2: Like, sure. Proceed sure. as normal.
1: But it would feel like I just passed up $500. Right. Yeah. If I didn't have anywhere to go, that would definitely make it easier. If to I have
2: asked. somewhere I have to be, I'm still thinking you get you get up over a grand. I'm going to start to have to pay really close attention. And really think about the consequences.
1: Yeah. Think about what you could do with $1,000. Right? Yeah. I could go to Chick-fil-A a a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: is a good choice. I approve of your use of your your funds.
1: I don't know if you saw this one. This is my um, second one here. Botched eyeball tattoo leaves a woman crying purple tears.
2: Dene? hmm I think you just used the phrase eyeball tattoo. Did you not know this? This (laughs) is not okay. I, this is not a thing that exists. I, no matter what you say, you will not convince me (laughs) that this is the thing that somebody would do. People do this.
1: And I think what I'm shocked about is that we have to have this, you know, service announcement, but this, this old PSA or whatever, Yeah, literally this woman quote, wanted to feel more at home in her body. What? Come on
2: and so she Look at me being all judgmental. I'm sorry. I'll listen now. She
1: took the tattoo gun or went to a place and had them fill the white of her eye with purple dye.
2: But we just okay, hold on. First of all, bad idea. <laughs> Second of all, is this is this a procedure that other people have done? Yeah. Is it just something she was like, "I have an idea tattoo, guys?" Yeah. Poke your needle with purple dye in my in my white space eyes.
1: I I feel like it's important to talk about because, you know, sometimes it works for like maybe one person and then someone's like, yeah, this is cool. I'm going to go do so that.
2: It, so, so literally, this is a procedure that other people have done.
1: I, yeah. I don't know that. I haven't done tons of research on it, All but right. um,
2: no, I don't. This this I don't
1: But anyhow, it has ruined her eyes and has caused her to not be able to see clearly.
2: Yeah. And
1: her eye is leaking purple dye down her face. So she has this stream, if you want to look here, mm-hmm. of purple dye coming down her her face. She had to go yeah, to the doctor. Her eyes trying
2: to get rid of that stuff that's not supposed to be in her eyeball. Yeah.
1: So it's also uh, congealed around her cornea. So it's messed her up pretty bad. So just in case you were thinking about doing something wild and crazy like an eyeball tattoo, please do not do this.
2: This is a real thing. Mm -hmm. this is a legitimate thing i'm looking at a gallery now of people who've had it done Mm -hmm. um this is people just be yourself that's all i'm gonna say
1: there's just certain things like there are stories about oh the tattoo ink doesn't stay in your skin it travels through your body you know your body absorbs that ink and it can cause trouble and things like that and so you know yeah there's Besides the risk of getting a terrible tattoo, there are other risks also. And of course, it's painful, but I can never imagine risking your vision.
2: No. Um,
1: But she did. So poor girl. I really hope it cleans up for her. It's not looking good right now. She may have permanent damage at this point. It ain't purdy. So uh, browse Google at your own risk on that one.
2: Yeah, that's that's no fun. I don't like that at all. What's
1: your next one or your last one?
2: A peanut butter hack is causing quite the stir on Instagram. What's a peanut butter hack? It's a hack involving peanut butter, Danae. But what does that mean? Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, Have you ever been making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and thought, spreading this peanut butter is too difficult? No. No, me either. But some people do. Um, they're worried about tearing the bread, you know, I remember this when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. like I remember not quite having the dexterity to really understand the pressure of the knife, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can learn that stuff. Well, apparently in this hack, what you do is you take the peanut butter, you roll it out on a baking sheet. Okay. (laughs) And then you, you roll it up inside the baking sheet, you put it in your freezer overnight and then you unroll it and you cut it into squares. So they're uh, just flat squares. You just put on your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's a lot of work.
1: Right? For this, a peanut butter. This makes no sense. No, it makes sense and it's kind of smart and I sort of like that.
2: What is smart about it? That
1: you have like think about how much cleaner it is. Peanut butter is sticky and it gets uh-huh. everywhere. In this case, you just have these pre-sliced frozen
2: Well, you just you you know, you're just displacing the stickiness and mess when you're getting it ready to freeze. You still have to deal with that. You still have to spread it out, out over this surface. But just once.
1: <laughs> it's a once and done thing.
2: Uh, plus, I feel like, have you ever had... Um, I kind of want to do this. Have you ever had the uh, the pre-made um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that have the... the they're like frozen PB&J. The, the no. edges are all together and it's...
1: Like um, a little pocket or something? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No. You've really never had
1: one of these? No, no, Aaron, I,
2: because I can make one. You've never had a frozen PB&J? No, no, no. Why? You're just kind of blowing my mind. No, I thought these were really popular. I forget what they're called, but they, Smuckers makes them, I think. Um, yeah, I don't I like know I'm, Smuckers. I'm genuinely surprised you haven't had one of these. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Things I should put in my profile <laughs> <coughs> that set me apart from other people.
2: Um, the peanut butter in those, I don't like. There's something about the consistency of peanut butter that has been frozen that is off for me. So and what if
1: it what if it was a situation where like you take it out in the morning, you know, like you make it in right. the morning, and then by you lunchtime. Have to. for me
2: you would have to for sure.
1: I'm gonna try this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I really want
2: to. Okay, go for it then. I'll let you know how it works. I'm so. This is a shocking, shocking conclusion to this story. <laughs> I thought we could revel together in how silly this is, and Danae has decided. I'm I kind of like try it. it.
1: Yeah, sorry to disappoint you.
2: No, you didn't disappoint me. You just surprised me.
1: Okay, this last one is a, a Kickstarter thing, so it's it's in the works. It okay. is um, a reusable smart notebook, and I think this is really interesting. Okay, so there's several versions of what's being called the Rocket Book. Okay, so the Rocket Book is um, a notebook that you. Can either wipe the pages off, so so you can. I've
2: heard about this. Okay, you can take a picture. Right. A, there's an app. Right.
1: Okay, and you take a picture of your notebook, and I think it translates it into an actual like a file where you can copy and paste things off of it. That's the one thing I cannot find out because once I read this article, kind of saying, "Hey, check out this notebook of the future. You never have to buy paper again." I was like, "Ooh, that's good. I'm going to be saving, you know, the planet." Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I. I got confused a couple of times. And one of my things I want clarification on before I'm going to invest in this, because this seems really interesting to me, is I can take a picture of my notebook paper right now. right? You know what I mean? But they're saying but you can wipe the notebook clean and continue to use it, thereby never having to buy paper again. So you're saving the environment. But here's something interesting. They also have a version made of paper. <laughs> okay? And you you buy a pen that is called a friction ink. Okay? You write on the paper like normal and then you can take a picture of it just like they do with the app and you can, you know, use all the features of the app that they have to upload your notes forever or whatever. And then you put the notebook in the microwave. You microwave it mm-hmm. and it clears the paper off and then you can use it again.
2: This seems to me like, remember when, when people said you could charge your battery by putting your phone in the microwave?
1: That's the first thing <laughs> I
2: thought of. You're being trolled. <laughs> I'm going to nuke my notebook paper.
1: No, it's that's like everything I'm reading is telling me this is actually a true, like a real thing. The bummer part is you can only do it five times and then apparently it doesn't work very well after like the fifth time. I don't understand it. I like I said I haven't researched it 100%. But what it is is the friction ink when heated turns invisible.
2: Oh. So I
1: don't know that the ink actually disappears entirely. So maybe that's why you can only use it a few times and maybe the the paper just doesn't absorb the ink anymore like it like it would. It However, it sounds like
2: a technology that's not ready. It just sounds like something that's like it's trying to take advantage of our desire to be more environmentally conscious mm-hmm. in a way that probably doesn't really do much.
1: I don't think you're understanding, Aaron. I hate microwaves. Yes. But I want one <laughs>
2: now. <laughs> I will never put my food in there, but if it can erase my printing, I'm all for it. It
1: is the modern day edge sketch Absolutely. That is correct.
2: That is correct. Before we head on to our one-word story today, uh, just a reminder that this podcast is on a podcast network called Studio DNA that is fan-funded. People just like you, given $3 a month or more to make podcasts like this possible. Uh, one of the things uh, when you become a, uh, a patron of this podcast is that you get access to your own podcast feed that has every podcast on the network on it, uh, as well as all the bonus podcasts. Uh, we do a what's called a patron pre-show uh, before each podcast, and that's available only to those who support or those who listen live.
1: So if you've got a podcast player that you love, you might decide to search for Studio DNA Um, Is it still two words or is it one word, Aaron?
2: I'm not sure on the search right now. I believe it's one word, but it will be one word. We should say one word because it will be if it's not right now.
1: So search for Studio DNA and you should find four podcasts available for you. And the interesting thing about our podcast network, besides that it's fan funded, and if you're thinking about supporting us, thank you. You can find out more at our Patreon link, patreon.com slash DNA. But one of the things that's interesting is we actually have a live element of our podcast shows. So not only can you listen to them in your podcast feed like you are right now, you can also listen live as these podcasts are created and put together. So you can learn more about that all at patreon.com slash studio
2: DNA. Big thanks to some recent supporters like Matt's pledging $10 every month. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate that. Uh, Brooks, pledging as well, $3 a month. Thank you, Brooks. We appreciate it. Again, if you want to see all the different levels and the perks, because patrons do get those perks, mm. you can go to patreon.com slash studio DNA. All right, Danae, you ready for a one word story? You betcha. All right. So here's what happens with the one Blue. word. <laughs> Cow! There! <laughs> okay. <laughs> what happens is you can't get it started because it'll never finish until it's done. Here's what happens with the one word story. We tell a story one word at a time based on suggestions from our live audience. So if you have suggestions as to what the story might be about, feel free to suggest those now if you're listening live. Uh, and then we will create some sort of, I guess it could be called a, a story. story. Most <laughs> it's more of an experience. E- experimental
1: rambling. One yes. word at a one time. One word
2: at a time. And
1: hopefully it's entertaining.
2: Yeah, that is the overall goal. Uh, I see etch a sketch mentioned in the chat Thank since you. we just talked about etch a sketch. Uh, Kevin Spacey has now been mentioned in the chat. Okay, the actor. Uh, do you know who Kevin Spacey is?
1: I know the name, and I think his face popped into my vision. Like I think I, I think I okay. see his facade, but I don't know. I don't know that I could name a movie that he's in.
2: So the most popular thing he's in right now is probably the TV show House of Cards on Netflix. No, okay. never seen it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Keep going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Kevin Spacey movies. He's most known for The Usual Suspects.
1: Nope, haven't seen it.
2: Okay. Um,
1: keep going. Most keep recently, going. in Baby Driver. Haven't seen it.
2: <laughs> this is this is not a fun game.
1: No, this is a really fun <laughs> game because I know that I've seen him in something. So you're gonna eventually get there.
2: All right, here we go. We're loading up the Kevin Spacey IMDb.
1: Oh, in the chat, American Beauty. I know that guy. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've no seen way. American Beauty? It's been a long time. What else was he in, though, before American Beauty?
2: Uh, seven.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I did see that one. It messed me up for a while. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, no, no, no. I don't remember him from that. Keep going.
2: Uh, Fred Claus. Nope.
1: <laughs> Keep. There's something. I got uh, to. There's like, something
2: you, you're sure you know him from. Yeah,
1: and I have to find it now.
2: All right. Nine lives. Nope. Uh, Elvis and Nixon. Horrible no. bosses. Nope. The ventriloquist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is
2: that? Uh, inseparable. The Organ Grinders Monkey. Oh my goodness. Margin Call. It's pro- Casino Jack. <laughs> Gorilla School. Father of Invention. <laughs> oh my The Men goodness. Who Stares at Goats. Moon. Shrink. <laughs> Tell Star. The Joe Merck story. <laughs> the applicant. <laughs> Recount. 21. Machine Child. Wow. Su- Superman Returns? Wow. Superman Returns, maybe? Maybe. maybe? maybe. The Interrogation of Lynn and Lisa. Edison. Beyond the Sea. Oh, my God. The Life of David Gale. I really take it back. The United I... States of Leland. I'm really,
1: really, really sorry. I'm so sorry. The I Tower of Babel. Know.
2: The Shipping News. <laughs> K-Pax.
1: K-Pax, that's it. <laughs> you did it, Aaron. It was K-Pax.
2: Yes. I think, I think what's great, it's great that we, we know who you where you know Kevin Spacey from. I think we just found that it's really fun just to read through somebody's filmography. Because movies have weird titles. That's amazing. Oh,
1: no. He's also a
2: voice in Bugs Life. Uh, I would not so, know that, though. Nope. So, yeah, that's a big one for me. All right. You ready to do this? Uh, Kevin Spacey and uh, Etch-A-Sketch are the two things that we have here. Okay. You ready, you ready for a one-word story involving Kevin Spacey and an etch a sketch? I don't think so. <laughs> but
1: we'll see what happens. All right. There once was a man
2: named Kevin Spacey.
1: And he loved to shake
2: his etch. I think it's one word. A sketch. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> Day, Kevin looked at his mom and said, Hey, mom, why did you name me Kevin? And she said, Well, I decided to name you Kevin because you clearly remind me of a person with the baldness (laughs) and baldness of all things is just perfect for babies (laughs) then Kevin said mom I'm pretty sure you're drinking again (laughs) So,
1: Kevin took his
2: Etch-A-Sketch and walked directly towards the escalator.
1: Wow, he lives in a penthouse. That's amazing. <laughs> Where he descended to the layer. The layer of
2: etch sketchiness
1: Wow, that's a long word. Yeah, but so, it's a word. It's a lot of dashes. Mm-hmm. In the layer of (laughs) Etch-a-Sketchiness, he concocted
2: a plan. He created a recipe for curing baldness. (laughs) 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 And the concoction... Included four eggshells and three
1: nose hairs (laughs) and a tiny crooked
2: toothbrush. When he
1: combined
2: these ingredients, the immediate reaction blew the roof off of his. Secret. Layer. Of. Etchy sketchiness. With. Such. Force. That. His. Mom. Came. Back. To. The. (laughs)
1: Layer.
2: Screaming. Kevin!
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I saw that in a movie once. (laughs) Do you? Mm -hmm.
2: He. Tried. To. Hide. But. A. Lizard... <laughs>
1: Caught... Had... Taken... His... Hiding... Hole... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's no, happening! No, that's great! That's great! Uh,
2: uh. So... Instead... He... Stood... There... And... Said... I... Did not expect success. <laughs> but clearly, I have cured baldness for the entire lizard <laughs> population. His mom looked at the lizard, and it had hair.
1: Beautiful
2: long hair. She
1: immediately grabbed the
2: lizard and shook it and said, Now I have no (laughs) idea what this means. But, I notice, I feel, less, angry. So, the, lizard, now, was, bald. What? (laughs) I thought it had hair. It did. The, lesson,
1: ends, (laughs) (laughs) of,
2: The story is... If
1: you say hair today gone tomorrow.
2: (laughs) I can't say it. (laughs) That's not what I was thinking. But I love that your brain went there. (laughs) Hair... (laughs) Is... Only... As...
1: Wonderful... As... The
2: etch a sketch picture <laughs> the and man that was the worst one ever i just figured she picked him up and she shook him in and it changed back to the way it was it's an etch a sketch everything now is an etch a sketch i was thinking it cured her
1: drinking problem <laughs> man these stories sometimes i love them sometimes Listen, i hate them
2: the lesson as always is hair is only as wonderful as the etch a sketch picture <laughs>
1: Well, we want to thank you for joining us for an episode of Shoe the Dough. We go live on Mondays on an app called Mixlr. M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Studio DNA. If you download the app onto your smartphone, you'll get a push notification once you follow us. Again, that's Mixler.com slash Studio DNA.
2: Huge thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme. And of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters who give monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at $3 a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more at Patreon.com slash Studio DNA.
1: Now you might be thinking wait a second live on mondays that's right we've decided to shift our going live schedule so again please join us for a live recording of shoe the dough on mondays on mixler.com slash studio dna and of course if you've got other suggestions or feedback or anything else that you want to share with us you can always do so you can either tweet us at aaron dicer or at danae says or you can send us emails
2: You can also subscribe, rate, and comment at your favorite podcast player, Uh, especially if it's Apple Podcasts. They use that information to make sure others know about the show. And if there's anything else that you want to say or if you have ideas for the show, you can email us at feedback at ShoeTheDough.com.
0: At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes